What's up, guys and gals, fellow whiskey sippers? This is Whiskey Biz Podcast, and here are your hosts, Rob and Devo. So what's the leading cause of dry skin? Too much sun, lack of uh, vitamin D. Too much sun, too little sun. Towels. Thum, thum. No? Didn't like that one, Rob? Well, it, like, non-wet skin. It doesn't make it dry skin, does it? Well, way to go ruin the fucking joke. You know, that's my job. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I can't do a cricket sound, for God's sake. You guys sounded like crickets. Victor, why are you, Why aren't you talking? You're fucking here. I, I am. No, My mic was on mute. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Yours doesn't even have a mute button. Oh, man, you got me there. Nice try, Victor. Okay, so... Uh, Welcome back, Vic. Well, thanks for having yeah, me, Yeah, welcome back, Victor. I'm not always on the show. Big V-I-C. Because you guys do... This is your thing. <laughs> this is your thing, too. You were you were first featured on uh, Whiskey Biz, so... Straight, straight to TV is your thing, but I have to set up when we're recording. Uh, don't make me feel bad. That's my job, Vic. So, um, this week we are reviewing... <laughs> Michter's single barrel rye. So if you guys have not heard of Michter's, uh, you're probably new to whiskey because it is one of the bigger, it's not, I'd it's, say it's, it's a probably bigger like, name or more it's well-known probably, It's probably top 10 biggest. Um, it's not the biggest, but they are a well-known brand and they make good whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week... The single barrel rye, which it's interesting. The single barrel rye is their lowest cost rye. The small batch bourbon is their lowest cost bourbon. And they're not that far difference. I think this one's about 45 to 50 bucks and the bourbon's about 45. Uh Uh-huh. So kind of weird that the single barrel rye isn't that much cheaper or that much more expensive than the small batch bourbon. Usually rye is more expensive than bourbon. So, um, nice bottle. They they always have like a classy look. They have like the paper type stickers that they use. Kind of old fashioned. Pretty typical bottle shape. You got a wooden top that's kind of cool. It is a cork. Uh, cork. It's cork. It's not. It, yeah. 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 I'm trying to think what you call it. It's a but it's not the bottle topper per se. Oh, I guess it kind of is. It has a cork nipple. Um, the cap, the plug. There you go. Nipple plug. plug. Nipples fill babies' mouths. So what's the difference? This. We'll this is the milk. Plug. This is the milk, and the only way to get to the milk is through the nipple. Right. It's applicable. Yeah, that works. I guess. So, yeah, there's not a whole lot to say about it. Uh, it's it says the barrel. It has a cool little pamphlet thing i don't really think it says much of anything uh no um so what throws me off is the proof on this one though yeah it's low 84.8 proof low for a rye but michter's is notoriously kind of low proof unless you get into their really high-end bottles Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm not gonna get a bottle pop out of this because it was open before and then i gave you a little bit devo but we'll i guess we might as well fucking try yeah, nothing. Hollow. Yeah. They, there's a lot of liquid missing from this bottle. Here you go, Victor. Oh, shit. As I spill all over. Oh, I get the whole bottle? 
Yeah, go for it. You have a glass <laughs> right there. Chug, chug, chug. You gonna be a gentleman? Pour me a glass. Yeah. Uh, would that be? Would that would make that me your gentlemanly? bitch though, guy to guy. But oh. that would make that? me your bitch, guy to guy. Is it that, or would Rob had? Would he have had to say, uh, "Tell me when"? I would have just said. I would have just said, "Fill her up." Fill her up or fill her up. Uh, fill me up. Fill you up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So on to the whiskey. Um. Colors. It's not. I'm sorry. My voice is still kind of gone from this weekend, so I probably yeah, will crack. Um. <laughs> Victor won't because he's black and black don't crack. So, um. But this is kind of like <laughs> a nice amber color. Um, I do have dry skin. Is that because you use too many <laughs> towels? Yeah, I use way too many towels. Like paper towels, regular towels, shop towels. Or do you use too much soap? Ooh. Can you use too much soap? Wouldn't it be better to you, use too much than not enough soap? Up, but then you end up drying out your skin. Depends if you have good or bad soap, though. You, the ivory soap is supposed to not dry out your skin. Bullshit. That shit makes you drier than a fucking... Unhorny woman. I said, ooh, I said supposed to. So, um, yeah, it's like a, it's it's pretty typical amber color. Not, not dark, not light. Um, nose is decent. Yeah. The nose is definitely, um, kind of, it has a little bit of a rye scent to it. I, I was expecting probably more rye to come through on the nose. Um, I can see that. Legs are pretty strong though. Yeah, they are. I want to say this is a six-year rye, but I can't remember, and they don't state it. Huh. Interesting that they wouldn't, um, for them being who they are. Michters? Well, I mean, Elijah Craig, uh, they don't state it anymore. Neither does Knob Creek anymore. Gotcha. So a lot of them don't state it because then it leaves it more open for what they want to uh, like, which age they feels like feel like is best. I think it's also not a bad thing to not state it because people naturally think longer is better. And that's not always the case. True. Very true. So do I need to like give you guys like fucking shots of tequila to hype you up or something? For God's sake, I feel like I'm in a room of zombies that speak English. <laughs> I've I, I have felt like a zombie the last couple of days. You, okay. guys, you guys are bouncing back. I'm gonna uh, well, I'm fine. Uh Victor, you have no excuse. What's your excuse? I'm tired. This, the kids <laughs> the kids started school, so we gotta be up a little bit earlier. Okay. To send them off. Yeah, but you work from home and Letty takes them. Yeah, but like working from <laughs> home, I got used to waking up at like 7.55, rolling out of bed, turning on my computer at 8, and then going back to bed for 30 minutes. Okay. So what do you think about the nose, Victor? You've been quiet other than things that I've asked you. It smells like bread. Like rye bread? Yeah. I guess that would make sense, right? No, no, it, it's That's... not too. It's not too strong. It, it's weird because I think Robert was like, "It's decent," and that's that's exactly what it, the nose is. I thought it was when he said it. I thought it was kind of vague, and then I I took a whiff, and I'm like, "No, no, he's right. This is this is decent." 
The nose? Yeah, it's like not overpowering. There's enough. Um, there's not much ethanol either. Yeah, I mean, there's there's enough to keep it interesting, but it's not overwhelming. Yeah, true. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I was thinking more of like along the lines of what kind of spice I was getting, which is uh, kind of more on the like um, spicy pepper type of scent Fair. It's not, like like you were saying it's not overpowering but um yeah that that's at least what i was i was getting on it for the nose gotcha gotcha yeah it, it's a pretty light nose there's almost no ethanol right yeah like the ethanol is is not like oaky though which is weird did you say oaky it's not very oaky Oh, okay. I I misheard. I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. Um so I'm going to I'm going to go into my sip unless you guys have something else you want to say. Oh, seeing a, a little bit of a a twinge there. No, I just swallowed it kind of weird. Um <laughs> greatest line ever. <laughs> it's really sweet for a rye. Yeah. Like really sweet. Yeah, I was going to say that on the nose there's like a little bit of a, a candy scent to it. Um can't tell you what type of candy, but there's like a, a sweetness of like a candy on the nose as well. Yeah, this it's it's almost like uh just a high corn mash bill sweet. Um it's very you get a little bit of rye, but it's definitely a low rye mash bill. Yeah, so it's at least the fifty-one, or it's the fifty-one percent for sure. No, I, I think it's fifty-five to sixty. I don't think it's right on the nose, but my God, there aren't many. You have to go into that like fifty-one mark. You do you make one mistake, and you're not getting you. You're not awry. You're an American whiskey. Yeah, true. So I think I think they try and like leave a little bit of room. To to go or to reach other uh, drinkers? No, just so they don't have an issue with it being a rye. Oh, okay. Bill. okay. Like if you hit 51 on the nose and you fucking missed out on one cup of rye, now you're not at 51% anymore. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like it's been so long since I've had something this low proof. It has been, Victor. And it doesn't suck to drink it, but I don't know if that's by design or that just the proof. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, so the proof is definitely, I mean, I mean, if you've been drinking uh, 100 up and you go to this, you're like, yeah, it's going to feel obviously a, a lot softer. and Like there's a hint of water in it compared to what I'm <laughs> well, used to drinking. There's about... A third of it's added water from what you're used to drinking. Right, that's true, because they, they just water it down to get to the proof, right? Generally. Most of the time, they proof it down instead of trying... You get more flavor if they proof it down before they put it into distilling. But they can only do that so much, too. Can you proof it up? How? You wouldn't be able to proof it up. Straight ethanol? That'd be an additive, so it'd not be bourbon. Or rye. 
or rye. Yeah. Because they, the, they have the yeah. same uh, requirements. Pretty much the same requirements. Yeah, exactly. Um, It's not bad. It's just a mellow sipper. Maybe it'd be good with like a nicer meal if you wanted a neat glass of whiskey and you didn't want it to overpower your meal. So like with chicken? I'm <laughs> just messing with chicken. Fried chicken? <laughs> Not fried chicken. Oh, <laughs> Robert's face. I love it. <laughs> this this would pair perfect with fried chicken. Sure. I thought Hennessy would be better. With fried chicken or with <laughs> yeah. this? <laughs> and a watermelon liqueur chaser. Oh, jeez. God, don't make me spit out my drink and laughter. Like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> when was the last time you had fried chicken? You're like, oh, some whiskey sounds great with that. I am definitely haven't said, damn, I need some watermelon liqueur with this. <laughs> no, Jesus. I, I, I agree with you guys, though. It does feel and taste a, a bit. Um, Could tame. be a good starter, though, actually, now that I kind of sip on it some more but i feel like it, it wouldn't be a good starter for like a rye i feel like maybe for whiskey in general but not a no, rye. i think it'd be a good starter rye for someone that's no, a bourbon drinker trying to get into rye but i think but so you, but then you don't get like the the basic rye flavors coming through so once you have like a bullet rye you're going to be taken aback and and be like oh i'm not touching a rye again well you're going from like a 60 yeah it's, i mean it's like anything else you aren't gonna give them the strong ones first someone doesn't like rye it's because they don't like the rye flavor so you have to start them slow i just mean that you do get the rye rye. i'm not not getting much rye at all on the palate um you've been drinking baby milk again uh no no um didn't know if that is the the baby milk sweet or bitter at the moment uh i mean I, I, i i i do have a bottle next to me just in case uh someone wakes up no, wait. Um, maybe you should clean your palate real quick and try again. No, I'm not gonna try that shit right now. I don't mind this. I don't love it. I don't mind it though. It you get a light. light. There's a slight pininess to it. Um, on the the very end of the finish, it's more peppery. Um, I mean, if you're you're the spice is like a pepper. The sweetness is honestly, it's like a corn sweet. It's just like a. It's just sweet. Okay, I, I guess I'm when when I if you're saying it that way, since I can't I wasn't able to name or say what kind of candy it was. Maybe I'm getting like a corn syrupy type of. I think that's what it is. Candy corn. No, nah, that's not. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kidding. corn syrup. That, that's everywhere. right around the. Corner. I like candy corn. I do like candy corn too. A lot of people you either hate it or you love it. Dude, I I grew up thinking this candy corn was just this gross candy, and then I tried it, and I'm like, this is pretty good. Yeah. Do you have you ever gotten a stomach ache from eating too much? Oh, that, that stuff dude. fucks it. It fucks mm-hmm. up your stomach. That's nasty. Um, this is quite possibly one of the more probably the tamest rye I've had. I don't. That's why I think it might be good from going from bourbon to rye. Okay. Well, I, I guess that's what my argument is, is that like um, you're you're saying to go from bourbon into rye. I'm just saying like this is a good uh, like taster for just whiskey in general. I think I'm going to put them into like a bourbon because more people are going to like sweet. This does have more rye than you'll get in any bourbon. 
Well, maybe I'm just weird and I'm getting a whole lot of sweet on this one. <laughs> it is on the sweeter side for a rye, but comparing this to a bourbon, you will always get more rye in a rye than you'll ever get in a high rye bourbon. Beg to differ. Well, I don't know how you can beg to differ when I th- there's I think, at I least think re- 51% rye in here. I think redemption. And there's no more than 49% rye in a bourbon. I, I understand that. Um, in the sense of like legally, it has to be at least fifty one percent. But what I'm saying is, is this a faith based thing, Devo? No, no. Taste wise, uh, the Redemption High Rye Bourbon tastes a lot more rye than than this one. I just had it the other day. It really doesn't. Okay. Fight, fight. It's right over fight, there. I just, fight. I literally like. I can. Victor could probably grab it. Okay. We'll we'll put it to the test. Victor's gonna chug his. <laughs> no, he still has he's to do gonna try it. and everything. But <laughs> I don't know, man. Like it it is light. I do like the fact that it's light. It does uh have a place. Um and if I was wanting because uh let's say how how many uh in the lineup for, for Victor's? It's like four, right? No, it's more than that. You have rye, you have rye single barrel, you have the tenure, you have the barrel strength, you have the 18-year rye, I believe there is, and then it's basically the same on the bourbon side, but you also have a toasted barrel, so that'd put us at about nine. Okay. And I think there's more than that. It's just those are the ones that I am aware of. I don't know if I would hunt... um, But I guess that's what I was going to get to, is like if I had... uh, the chance, I guess it, it may be one that's on the shelf, um, just to have a few Mictors. Okay. Well, but, you don't have to hunt Mictors, small no, no, batch I, bourbon or but single I, barrel I, I guess what I'm meaning is like to, uh, I, I don't think this would be the only Mictors that it would be on my shelf. I would have to have something else to be like, okay, if you liked, uh, you know, the, the small batch bourbon, go ahead and try this one type of thing. You know what I mean? Okay. This Fair isn't, enough. this isn't a, a, like I'm walking down the aisle and I see this, uh, on the shelf that I'm going to pick it up right away. Okay. You had me confused because when you said hunting, I'm thinking of like hard to find whiskeys, not but, just like yeah, I cruising down for... your Albertsons and being <laughs> like, Oh, do I buy it? Do I not? I'm uh, probably not. Okay. Yeah. I, I apologize for not, uh, no worries. Being no worries. more clear on that. Yeah, well, I was just, you know, Devo, when you hunt, it's not like the, the animal's right there for you. It's not like a fucking uh, death by <laughs> uh, fucking firing line. <clears throat> okay, so I, like I said, I misspoke. <laughs> okay. I just had to drill in. You know, you confused me there. What are you drilling? And I don't want any of our listeners to get confused because we're like, oh, yeah, we're hunting for Elijah Craig's small batch. <laughs> Which that six month uh, test is coming we up soon, right? Three weeks, I think. Yeah, pretty soon. So, I mean, it, it's not bad on the nose. I get a little more butterscotch on the nose, surprisingly. I'm gonna do the swish though because the flavors are very mellow. It's really mainly sweet. You get a light rye, maybe a little pine, some pepper. Uh. Victor Victor has a uh, locked jaw, so he can't talk too much. It was because he uh, yelled at his kids too much, and his when he closed his mouth one of the times, it just 
got stuck. Sometimes I love watching or listening to you two fight, and I just want to just sit back and enjoy the show. Like, okay, okay, let me be a listener once in a while. Well, you can listen to our episodes when you're not on. I know you don't do that, Victor. <laughs> the the pininess that you talk about, I feel like it's at the very end of the palette, and that's probably at the very end of the finish. And I think that's why this is more like off putting for me. Like it does not fit my rye. I know for you, you have to have like a heavy rye flavor as well, but you're, you're talking this one up. I'm not talking it up. I just don't think it's that bad. I think that when you, well, you were basically saying it's like a good starter whiskey and I, I don't know. People usually can't handle much rye. And there's not do much the swish, rye Devo. I really wish I could I, write I, I, like I, a, I did do the swish. Um, but there, not much rye came through on the swish. It, it was Bro, a little you, more pepper and uh, sweet. You and Ariana did it the other night, and you accidentally got a little milk in your mouth. And I think you are like still struggling with your palate or something because there <laughs> is a decent amount of rye when you do the swish. I don't think I don't so. know. This is one of those where we're going to have to agree to disagree. Oh, Jesus, Victor. That was my fault. Oh, my God. Uh, did it break? There's a whole table right here, Victor. He you know, said it on the armor. I rest. knocked my headphones off, and I... Oh, Jesus. Fucking children. <laughs> this is why you don't have children, folks. Uh, I'm surprised this, that glass didn't break. This, <laughs> I don't um, know where there's a towel. Just fucking leave it and just pour more whiskey so we can chat. <laughs> Victor, Party on, Wayne. <laughs> Victor, you said that uh, you've been drinking high proofs, and you have an eighty-four, and you're already dropping bottle. Oh, dropping! No, that was a stupid move. That's my fault. It's um, all good. We forgive you. So go ahead and do your swish. Uh, <laughs> didn't he drop it? I did. I did it already. <laughs> I can't believe the glass didn't break. Seriously, it's this Glen. Which, which one was it? Was it the uh, whiskey biz one, or was it a uh, regular? Luckily, a no. Blank. Um. <laughs> Victor okay, so no, right no but I, I know Robert's complaining because I, I don't talk enough, but it's because you guys are so good at this and you're so like well finessed at it. But Mm-mm. in my opinion, it's it's been a hot girl summer, right? Right. It's been hot. Yeah. And and I have kids and I've been ton of pool tons of pool parties and I'm sitting out. And high ninety degree heat, and I just don't want a full bodied whiskey to drink. Okay. That's completely fair. And I feel like this might be a good hot girl summer. Yeah, like it's hot outside. I don't want to get punched in the face in this heat. Fair, but you're wanting like, a rye to be able to like drink at the. Uh, not not saying that the a rye is what you're going for, but if you're wanting that. Yeah, and there, there's been a couple nights, too, where, like, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to have a glass. And I, I pull out, you know, everything in my show is pretty high proof. And I'm like, oh, God. Except I, for Jack. I don't drink the Jack. Oh, that I do no, that it. That's for Liddy's friend. Her that's for dad. my father-in-law. Oh, yeah. father-in-law. My bad. He's yeah. A heavy, heavy Jack. And then sometimes I'm just like, I just don't want to get slapped in the face right now. I, I, I feel can, like. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I feel like this is a good good place for that. Maybe maybe have a couple glasses before I move into high proof. Because when you're saying starter whiskey or or starter rye, I was kind of thinking like, oh yeah, start the night rye. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking more so like you are new to rye whiskey, but I that works too. Yeah. And see. It, oh, go ahead, Vic. I you guys always talk about these starter like ryes, and 
sometimes or starter whiskeys and sometimes i think like if you got the balls enough to want to do bourbon like go 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 head first all the way in i'm with you i'm trying to think like if like when i think of starter it's like what could i find that my fiance would drink yeah i was i that's kind of where i go for it because if she would start with that then you could get pretty much anyone in the world to start with that yeah and and i was going to use you 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 said it very nicely i was going to say what's what's the bitch drink what's the bitch whiskey to get and, that your chick just like drinking a bottle with you and I, I think there's a difference, too, because there are a lot of, like, really mellow whiskeys that you get, like, absolutely nothing out of, but but you also get no flavor, right? Like, it's easy to drink, but you might as well be drinking Coors Light. Um, yeah, that's kind of how I felt last night, because I was like, oh, I need a little something. And so, I, and I didn't want to go for anything high proof. Um, more so kind of like what you were saying, Victor, where, like, I, I just wanted to wet my whistle so i poured bluff springs and on the nose i was like oh shit this is gonna be a headache bad choice <laughs> yeah it was not did you already choice. kill the 1.75 of wild turkey 101 not yet okay victor so what do you think of the swish victor uh, you know it it's it's got enough flavor to keep me interested mm-hmm. it's not shallow enough that i'm like eh I'll never. I like it. I I think it's really good. I I could see me having a bottle of this in my shelf. It's well balanced. See, here's the yeah. yeah it's it's balanced. It's light. And when I'm when there's gonna be a time, I want something light, and I I think it's it's a good it's a good bottle for that. So this is gonna sound weird, but to me, this tastes like it's a high quality whiskey, but it's just proof too low. Like the flavors that you get are good. They they stand out. They aren't like you know how some you have like get kind of shitty flavors from it. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get that from this, but it's just not hitting all the points we generally like. Is this right. the pellet grill of bourbons? No, this is like the electric smoker of bourbons. Okay. Or this is a rye though. Rye. Yeah. But same oh, yeah, shit. Say, you know what I Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's gonna do the job. It 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 hits the mark, but it's still kind of better like than baking it, but not quite right. It's better than the gas grill, but it's it's not. Yeah, it's not hardcore barbecue. Yes, never understood people smoking on a grass grass grill. Oh god, grass, dude! That's grass a whole gill. grass grill. I'm gonna try grass one. A gas grill, a hemp grill. Yeah, that one. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Uh, Victor, did you take a sip of that? I'm curious. No, not yet. Okay. On the a count of three. One, two, three. Just a sip. Don't chug it. I'm scared because if I'm like, one, two, three, you're going to be like, shoot it. Is that high? Does that taste more rye than the Mictors? Yes. Does it really? Yeah, it does. No bullshit. Fuck. I just had it the other night. I didn't. I didn't like it as much as I remembered. And oh, uh, there's I'm, a lot more. It's it's not more. Oh, it's such a weird. I wish Steve. It's kind of a it. weird flavor, no? <clears throat> like I can. That's a more balanced flavor, and you can taste the rye. But this is a more pronounced rye, which is like interesting. I, I don't think I think it's, it's like thirty percent rye in that one. 
I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> me being the right guy, like I, I guess that's where my mind is at for, um, the fact that this is saying that it's a single barrel rye. Like I was hoping for more rye to come through and it's a, a definitely a lot sweeter and the, uh, rye notes and pine isn't coming through as much or as heavy as I would like. Fair. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. I think I think uh, Charles, Charles, Charles Victor, like this. Victor has a good point. Um, it's just to me, it's like I can't give it a bad rating because it does taste high quality. I don't know if I'd necessarily go out of my way to get it unless I wanted to move some people to rye from bourbon. I think this could be a good starter. You get them into this, then you throw them into like a. Maybe an Elijah Craig rye, maybe give them like, uh, what is it? Russell's reserve rye, the six year, like those kind of like in that order. And then you get them into like the piggyback once they start enjoying that for a while. Yeah. Pig, piggyback's pretty rye. It is. I mean, it's hundred <laughs> percent rye. Yeah, it's <laughs> legit. 100%. It's a, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Last time I had piggyback, I had too much. Last time you had whiskey, you had too much. Mm. <laughs> Last time I had whiskey, I was probably here. So probably, or, it, or was it at uh, my parents' house for the? Did we record after that? Yeah, I think we. Did. Oh, we did. Yeah. You're right. So shall we hop into our ratings? Because I don't have much else to say about this. Yeah, we can. Let's give. Uh, let's give the floor to Victor, though. Yeah, I was playing. Uh, yep, you took the words right out of my mouth. Four point one. Okay, <laughs> four point one. Not even going yeah. to the the quarter points that we have agreed on. I think it's better than a four, but I, I wouldn't say much better. So that's kind of why I did the four point one. I feel like four means it's good, and I think it's a little better than good, but okay, not much. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if four means that you drink it on the regular. Yeah, four means that I'd probably, if somebody gave me a bottle, it'd, it'd be on my shelf and it'd get finished. The tricky thing with me for like a four is if the bottle's over like $60, I'm probably not going to buy it if it's a four. But you said 45 right? No, I'm just saying in general, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think 60 bucks is a lot. Like we're rating this purely off of I mean, that's why we do the value too, but we're rating it purely off of the quality of the whiskey. Um, and I don't think, I think that's a fair rating. What do you, what do you give it value? Do you think it's right at the, about a fair price? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a great price. I think, I think it's really hard to find a good whiskey. Like you said, under $60. I've never, you mean like over like a four and a half? Yeah. What about uh, uh, Woodford Reserve Double Oaked? Uh, I, you know, th- there's like this, like I don't know how to say it, I, like a mainstream, like Woodford Reserve falls into that, like you can't go wrong. Everybody knows about it. They sell it at Costco, and then you have like off the beaten path whiskeys. Okay, like old granddad one fourteen. Yeah, like that's I, pretty good, and that comes in at thirty. And I feel like those mainstream, like a high name, brand name style. I I agree. You're gonna get them a little a little better priced. 
I, so that's what I battle with, right? Like you get, you get two sides of the whiskey pricing, right? You get these craft distilleries that come out and they charge like more because it costs them more per barrel to make. Right. But then you get some that charge like low, low, not necessarily lower, but very competitive pricing with these bigger distilleries. And it's because they want to be competitive. And then you get like Michter's who's their small batch is a $40 bottle. Well, is that, um, is that, uh, like, is that good pricing? Yeah. And, and I, I feel like you've, you've put me in this realm where like, if I was curious about a bottle, I probably wouldn't go Woodford Reserve. Okay. I There's so many different bottles out here that I'm like, I love to try something else. No, I get that. And I, if, if you don't have a thousand bottles around you, which I think you're close. I, I have like 170. I've drank down bottles. I th- I think that they're just, there's more to explore than Woodford Reserve. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're they're all that way, right? Like, they're your your big ones are going to be. And I don't even know if Woodford Reserve is like a big one. They are big, but like they when you're a, thinking like the really big ones, I think the biggest are Heaven Hill, uh, Jim Beam, Wild Turkey, um, uh, Buffalo Trace, obviously, maybe Old Forester. I feel like is even bigger than Woodford Reserve. But I, I think Woodford Reserve is trying to. Uh get into the bigger name uh whiskey just because they have a couple commercials out right now. I think they're big <clears throat> around Kentucky Derby. They're the big one because they're in Lexington. Are is theirs the first call? I think they're in Lexington. First call? Yeah. No. It, no, no, that's no, 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 no. uh that's a that's that was a weird distillery, like a smaller distillery or like a MGTP type that they just make a bunch of whiskeys for other companies. Cause first calls total wine exclusive. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, which by the way, I saw that they have a rye too. I get, I don't know these whole like exclusive bottles. I mean, we had quarter horse complete ass. Um, you had, I get worried about any time it talks about a horse. But did you ride in on it? Uh, but is the horse named Friday? No, it's a horse with no name. Oh, I thought we were. Because there going ain't no one to one give one it joke. no name, Devo. Ah, okay, I got gotcha. you. Got him. I'm just kidding. Um, it's can you can you say the band name because it's totally on the tip of my tongue. Oh fuck. No, because now I'm not. Who sings horse with no name? I'll find it for you. Everybody, everybody that's listening's like you fucking idiots. Fucking Robert. Uh, Vic, what? So you you give it a basically a four point one on value? Uh, I'll give it a four point two five. I'll go the quarter point for value. I think it's a great. I I like it. Okay, it's America. They're called America. Yeah, the whiskey or the band? The band. Let me make sure it's the right one. Oh, it says I can't open it. I don't fucking know why it does that. What about you, Debo? What do you? What do you well, what, well, no, Vic. Uh, have you or would you um, mix it or anything like that? Have it around a bonfire or uh, have it with a cigar? Okay, th- this is this is going to be a little oddly specific and very like in the moment. 
but I'm drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper, and going back and forth, it's very complimentary. Okay. Okay. So, like, you'd have, like, a Diet Dr. Pepper in one hand and a bottle of Mictors in the other. Yeah, and, and, it, and it goes to what Devo says. It's, it's kind of sweet. It's kind of candy-ish, and it kind of complements the sweet and can the sweetness of the Dr. Pepper. There might one of one of the twenty one flavors might have the Mictors mi- twenty three. Yeah, Tw- what? It's twenty three flavors for Dr. Pepper. I swear it was twenty one. Look on the can. Is it twenty three flavors can. of Baskins and Robbins? No, Baskins and Robbins is uh thirty one. Twenty six. Is it not twenty six? It's thirty one for Baskin Robbins. How many spices does the Colonel use? Uh, he uses seven. I don't know about that one. Pretty sure it's seven. Hold on. I'm checking this Dr. Pepper shit. It's 23 for Dr. Pepper. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. So I'm I gonna like get... it. I, you know, it, it's funny because I, I come over to Robert's house and he's got these 180 bottles and he's shoving them down my throat and they all blend together. The fuck? I just offer you. you I just say, which one do you want to try? And they're like, I don't know. I've had what so are, many. What are you talking about, Victor? You're, you're Sorry, your he's knees. shoving things down my throat you're, so I can you're have whiskey. You're about it, though. <laughs> but there, there's a couple of that, that give really... give pads, at least. Yeah, there's a couple that really stand out to me. And I think this is going to fall into probably the my top five that I I like here. Really? Yeah. Well, that's weird because I think you've given five more whiskeys higher ratings, but we'll just ignore that. Yeah, I mean, higher ratings, but there's like something special. Like uh, Old Tub isn't great, but I love Old Tub. That's true. There's something special about me and Old Tub. It's just an easy sipper. It is it's an just, easy sipper. You, you could sit there and sip it all night, not... You, you might get sick. So, so my not feel like shit. My appreciations, real quick, is bullet barrel strength. Oh yeah, old tub, high west rendezvous. Oh yeah, remember when we first had that? I really like high west. It was our rendezvous. first date? It was. <laughs> and wild turkey. I, I gained an appreciation for wild turkey. What what gave you that? Right, Reed? I was gonna say which one? No, I, I want to go one on one. I think it's, I think it's really come down to best bang for its buck. When did you have one on one? I feel like we had one on one. Yeah, we have. I didn't know if you had it recently, but I really think it's the best bang for its buck. And yeah, twenty two, twenty three dollar bottle. It's it's not bad for a, a hundred and one proof. It it it. You know, if if there's something on the jack level. I think I'd have one Turk Wild Turkey One Hundred One replace that bottle easily in, in my shelf. Well, that'd be like Jack Daniels bonded, right? I think you can mix it. I think it's fine on its own. I think it's a very versatile bang for its buck kind of kind of whiskey. Fair, I agree with that. Devo picked up the one point seven five of it because it was on sale. But I feel like if you found that for like thirty thirty five bucks, you might pick it up anyway. It, it was on sale, and uh, they didn't have my Knob Creek. Uh, that I wanted, so I was like, ah, might as well go with the 101. Um, but recently, I I went to Costco again, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, there's the Knob Creek, and I couldn't pick it up because I don't have any more room. And there was one more bottle. It was a real cheap bottle. Old Granddad? No. Evan Williams? 
Evan Williams. Bottled in Bond? Bottled in Bond. Yep. That's a good one. That one, I earned appreciation for that. That one is good. It is good. There, that's the thing that's tricky with whiskey is you get like some complete duds under $30 and then you get some like great ones or like really fairly enjoyable ones. And then you get over $30 and I, I actually I shouldn't even say 30. 30 to 40 is a little better, but 40 and over, it's rare that you get a dud. Right. Maybe they aren't like as enjoyable or as enjoyable as you would like, but they're still enjoyable. Nulu is probably the closest thing to a dud over that price point for me. Uh, just because it's just heat. It's just, there's nothing much else to it. But, um, Dave, I'm going to jump to you here and I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a 3.75 for rating. I think it's good. I don't think it's great. Now this is a personal rating. I think there are a lot of people that would really enjoy this Mm -hmm. and would be completely willing to pay the the price point. Yeah. Um, but like for me, I would I would probably if I wanted a rye, I'd pick up piggyback or even like bullet rye over mm-hmm. this. Um, I, I that's totally also, thought you were going to go with a four. I was thinking about it. It's it's a battle. It was close. I guess in Victor's terms, I'd give it like a three point eight seven five. I like it, dude. I like it a lot. It's good. I'm not, I have no complaints about it. No, I love it just, that rating. Oh, that dude. rating. Because it's not, a, yeah, I don't think it's a four because that's like where I put like bullet rye and I piggybacks like a 4.25 for me. You, and you don't want to round up to 3.99? <laughs> no, I when it if I round it up, it'd be 3.88. Well, you said, and then it would round up to 3.9 and then it would round up to four. You know, 3.9 equals four in rounding terms, in mouth, math. In mouth and three point nine <laughs> repeating is like just I said, four. Victor's on his three point nine with an with a line over. It's basically four. It's pretty much four. Yeah, yeah. but it's it can never truly be four. four. Yeah, yeah. So I think value rating it's fine for the price. I think it is a it, it tastes like a quality whiskey. It just doesn't mm-hmm. hit the notes that I like. Yeah, I agree. That's the biggest complaint for me. Um, I don't know. I doubt I'd have it with a cigar. I don't think it has enough hit, enough punch for me. Um, ironically, there's a punch cigar, not what I was thinking of when I said that. Uh, not mixing this. Uh, I mean, I get what Victor's saying with like a chaser on like a hotter day. I would be more apt to have this with like another cold beverage mm-hmm. than I would be put this on ice. Yeah, definitely. But I think that's about all I got. Diva, what you got? Um, I, I was going to go along the same lines. Uh, that's why I was like, okay, you and I are going to be, uh, different in so much as I was going to go with 3.75 and I thought you were going to go with a four. Um, this is a 3.75. The only reason I'm going to be picking this up, like I was saying before is if I already had a few other Mictors bottles or, um, if I had it in the budget and I was like, ah, oh, you know what? They've got like three to four of the Mictors bottles that, um, like I would like to have on my shelf. Otherwise I'm not picking this up. Um, I would not try this. Like if you are listening and you're like, oh, I kind of want to try that bottle. It, it, this might be, a Fifteen, seventeen dollar pour. I don't know if I would say go ahead and try it at a bar. 
Um, You'd say to buy it before you try it at a bar? I don't think buying it, paying like extra for it at a bar is a bad idea because you're going to drink anyway. Okay, fair. Yeah, I... I want to counter argument that. Okay, let's go. Just buy the bottle, dude. Yeah, that. You're but gonna I'm, drink it. But here's the thing: seventeen dollars. You were gonna have a glass of whiskey anyway, right? I don't. So think, I don't think you're gonna not. You're gonna hate it enough. You're not gonna drink the bottle. That you're not gonna get your money. No, away. you're. It's it's a good bottle. Sorry, Diva. Go ahead. Um, I agree that it is on point in terms of uh, what the. Or for the value rating, so I'm going to give it a 3.75 as well, um, just because it is a easy sipper, um, and you know it, it is nice to have the lower proofs for those nights. I would yes. drink this obviously over uh, Bluff Springs, but you know it it has its place. I'm not gonna. Um, chop it down that much other than uh, it it doesn't have the rye flavor for me got it yeah i don't think you're i mean just with our palate you aren't going to get a whole lot of good ratings from us out of anything under 90 proof 3.75 is probably the highest you're going to get out of me or devo unless it's just a it's like a super aged bottle which you can get that from time to time where it's the it's been aged so long that the proof is low like there are some barrel strength bottles that are 95 proof and or could be even lower, but it's barrel strength. But because it's aged so long, some a lot of the alcohol evaporated. So I don't, I mean, to add to kind of why our ratings are low, it's probably, a lot of it's probably the proof. You proof this up to 100 and it probably gets a 4.25. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then... For uh, what I would pay up to, I I I wouldn't pay over the. You said forty five for this, right? Yeah, around there, forty five, fifty bucks. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay over that. That's completely fair. So, since the reviews completed, I have a fun topic to talk about. Oh, do tell what what's uh, Andrew what? Tate. So if I don't, I have a feeling no matter who you are, you've come across someone that posted about Andrew Tate or an Andrew Tate video, or you've heard recently in the news where he basically, I think he got canceled from, is it Facebook and Twitter? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oh, he's been taken off of TikTok now too? Yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't but, know he got taken off in, of TikTok yet. But in his final video, he said that he didn't have a TikTok account so that they they couldn't necessarily ban him. Um, but Interesting. Yeah, they, they're in the process of uh, definitely doing that. So the guy's like a jack of all trades kind of dude. He is, at, I mean, in all honesty. It. At least he says it. Well, he is. He did. He did kickboxing. I think he fought professionally in kickboxing. Yes, he's a world champion. Yeah, so he he has that accolade. So in if you took away some of the shit he said, he's a man's man, right? Like, well, I mean, he also still he is. It. He is still considered like a man's man in a way. He's just kind of the way that he says things and some of his views kind of fucked up. So if you guys don't know who he is, 
he he's the one who he a lot of people consider him very misogynistic um very a blunt he's extremely blunt and he has some very interesting views of the world and he's kind of old-fashioned in the way like women take care of the house right yeah one of his uh, more famous comments or quotes was uh that he saw a woman do a u-turn going into traffic and he was like when did women when were women able to drive yes he he says a lot of that shit um he also, from what I heard from another TikToker, he's he lives in Europe now because mm-hmm. he was running away from sexual assault charges. Uh huh. But he's he says that's alleged. So, <laughs> well, I mean, everything's alleged if they can't convict you. Right? True. You run True. from it is yeah. So, a lot of people say that like he, um, what do they say? That he is like the guy for single men. Yes, I like mean guys I can that can't understand. Get dates have him as his idol, as their idol. I don't understand that part, but uh, but here's, we were also raised differently. Completely agree. Here's the kicker: is he says all this shit, and yet all these women like just chase him. But he also says that all these women chase him. I've seen videos. He he's like kind of like the uh, he's he's like a Dan Bazarian type dude. I I'm gonna go with Devo on this one. What I think it's staged. Oh, it I, definitely is. I think it's staged. I don't know. At I, night, at night he cries. Uh, he says that he he doesn't mind the haters. He's he's not gonna care, but he he cries at night for what people uh think of him. And watch, he's I, he's not I ever going to hear our cares. podcast and what I end up saying about him. But uh, dude, dude's just doing it for a paycheck. He's he's a clout chaser, um, especially from what I was reading. Obviously, he's a a world champion kickboxer, but uh, he also was on a Big Brother Europe or whatever. So he he lost his fame from. Uh, not being on that anymore. And he was like, oh, how can I uh, up my um, celebrity status? Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm I'm going to talk uh, a bunch of smack against uh, and, and be a sexist and everything and see what people will say. Obviously, he gets views because uh, people repost and whatnot. So... Um, not saying that he's not a good entrepreneur cause, uh, for sure he's made a, uh, a, a killing at, uh, you know, just being that, that asshole that everyone likes to, uh, well, like you said, Rob, I guess, uh, there's plenty of idolizers. So, well, I don't, I think he's just being himself. I really do. I don't think you could fake it this long. I know a lot of people do, but with how opinionated he is and how like, hyped up he gets about these topics i don't think you could fake that for that long so i know you had warned us about this topic yes and i'm very much not well versed in uh andrew tate right okay but i came across this article that said he has a get rich quick program Mm mm-hmm where you buy his program. 
Yeah, and you you it's like how to make ten thousand dollars easy on crypto. But he, it's a par it's a pyramid scheme. Right. And uh like you, you make money based on how many people how many people you can get to buy this program. So you got this flood of like Robert said, single dudes trying to get rich who bought this program who are spamming him on TikTok and all these other platforms. So you buy his program. And that was, I think that's how he got viral. Did did the article Probably. say how uh, many subscribers he got? Because I, I read another article that, that said that. And in, in my head, I when I had read that article, I just think like in my head, this is bad karma. This is bad juju. So every time I see something Andrew Tate related, I click the not interested button on TikTok. Because I don't think that's something viral that should be going around. You're right. I mean, I've seen some videos where he says stuff. It's like he has some interesting points. He does. I'm not going to say everything he says is complete asshole. Assholeness. But yeah, he's. But then he come. Then you get his next post. And it's like, holy shit, this dude is just he's a little over the top. So I, I would not want to fight him, though. Yeah, no, absolutely not. But I Neither believe in just kind of. <laughs> yeah. This kind well, of no, like, did you guys see that? That there, there's like, he met with Jake Paul's uh, publicist. Uh, uh, no, his like a uh, manager. There's a picture with them, and they think they're gonna have a Jake Paul, uh, Andrew Tate fight. Nice. Which that that's you know how many people are gonna watch that and want to just see them both knock each other out. But didn't Jake Paul fight Mayweather? No, that was Logan. Oh, that was Logan. Which one's Jake? Was the Jake the one on the Jake's Disney the younger channel? brother? The one that well, was maybe, on the Disney Channel, right? Maybe it was the Logan Paul's manager. I'm not sure. Someone wanted that. It was one of the Pauls, and I'm pretty sure both of everybody wants both of the Pauls to get knocked out. Well, uh, Logan Paul ended up uh, signing with the WWE. Oh, did he? Maybe it was. Yeah, yeah, it must have been Logan then. With his, the fight was about with his Pokemon Illustrator card, <laughs> yeah, around his neck. But uh, I, 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 I don't know. Like it, it's one of those things where, um, I, I mean, there in the early times of when I was seeing Andrew Tate and everything, uh, it was on political side of TikTok, and uh, he was talking up like Trump and everything. So that I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that's also playing a factor in getting banned because, you know, Trump was uh, obviously banned off of all the other social media. And I, I, I want to piggyback off you, Diva. I don't mean to cut you off. No, that's fine. But I think there's something like in current media, mainstream media and viralness where we're we we've understood that we need to shut our mouths for political correctness, right? Yeah. We can't say racist things. We can't say misogynistic things. We can't say sexist things. We know we shouldn't say those things, but that doesn't mean that these jokes and these things, like we're not all a little bit racist. We're not all a little sexist, a little misogynist. Like we think these things in our head. Mm -hmm. We just, just don't say it. To say it. And these people, the Donald Trump's, the Andrew Tate's, I think, you know, people are like, I'm tired of shutting my mouth. 
yeah, I do think that way. Yeah, I do think that's funny. Yeah, I'm I'm tired of hiding that part of my my personality because I need to be PC. Yeah. And I think there's something like that the these these mass, you know, fanboys just want to get you know, they support that. You know, they support those those people who are just hey, I'm I'm real. You know, I I know you guys are all thinking it and it's it's I mean, we so we so, all, so we you all think enjoy that racist actually, jokes once in a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm so, not going to post it on Twitter, but yeah, no, it, it was funny. I laughed. Yeah. Right, right. Um so so then do you think uh having Tate on the platforms then still gives it uh like there still should be people like him or uh, okay. even him? So in junior high, we had these people come to our school and they started telling very racist jokes. And it was just like this program and these people were coming in saying racist jokes because they wanted to show how hurtful and how inappropriate they were. You were laughing the whole time. The entire <laughs> freaking school was going nuts over these jokes. And like it literally they had to stop the show and tell the kids like this isn't supposed to be funny. But it this is supposed to be a demonstration of how hurtful and inappropriate this is and like we just thought it was funny yeah you know and i i think that's kind of what's what's going on like we just it's funny and it's funny to laugh at it and it's funny you know and i watch these people on tiktok right and they put this guy in a poncho a sombrero and a mustache and he walks along a college campus and people are like hey that's 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 not right you shouldn't be wearing that and then he goes yeah and, and then, then he, they go talk to Mexican guys, and they're like, ah, oh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, he, he goes to Alvera Street, right? Yeah. He talks to old Mexican men, and they're like, and the, he asks yeah, them he looks cool, dude. It's, yeah. it's fun, dude. Like, enjoy yourself. Like, thanks for enjoying our culture. Yeah. And he did the same thing with, like, a very Chinese, like, traditional outfit. And he went to Chinatown and talked to the old Chinese women, and they were just like, your outfit's so beautiful. Like, it's nice, like cool, like. Well, the funny thing is, we we feel that people are racist for dressing how people in other countries do, right? But then when people from other countries dress how they dress, we like everybody's like, "What the fuck are they wearing?" Yeah, you're like, "Oh, they must have come from China. I, they must I, be rich Chinese people yeah, getting I, over here." I like it's the funniest shit. There's a fucking double standard. Yeah, absolutely. I Sorry, can't help but think of uh, like. Rush Hour, or uh, what was the other Jackie Chan? Uh, Shanghai oh, Noon, Shanghai, Shanghai Nights. Yeah, Shanghai Noon and Nights. Yeah, that was like, I don't know. I think it was ahead of their time. It was. They, they Those movies were good, and it was, it pushed the envelope a little bit, but not too far to get like canceled. Mm-hmm. But I think it also couldn't be canceled because you have Chris Rock, or uh, not Chris Rock, Chris Tucker. And Jackie Chan doing it. Yeah. If it was a if it was two white dudes, then we'd be canceled. <laughs> as a yeah. as a Hispanic, I've never found Speedy Gonzalez to be offensive, and Speedy Gonzalez got canceled. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Well, look at like that. You have all the um, that black people have spoken up about like Aunt Jemima getting canceled because it's racist. Yeah, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" Like, yeah, that was you know that. That was their childhood growing up too. Yeah, and and two, 
now they're saying, well, look what we did because we canceled all these quote unquote racist things. And now everybody on covers are, are white people. So which is more racist? Well, the, so I did bring up Hennessy in a watermelon joke though. You, but. you did, but I, no, I, but I, I, figured I, you were, I figured you were saying it in so much as because of how, uh, Andrew Tate can be where he's just, you know, blatant or not blatant, but uh, I mean, he is. But I don't think I talked about Andrew Tate yet, though. No, but no, no, we'll no, go no. With that. But but it, <laughs> it, it was it was one of those things where it was like, okay, kind of it kind of would fall into what we're going to be talking about, most likely. True, that's a good point. So I just wanted to talk about a few quotes, like this this one. I feel like he has some points. Now, this is not on the. This is not talking about females, right? He, he gets a lot of heat for his discussions on mental health, right? I don't know if you guys have heard any of the quotes, but here, here's one. Depression isn't real. You feel sad. You move on. You will always be depressed. If your life is depressing, change it. I mean, it makes sense. It's not a bad quote. Now, I'm not saying depression isn't real, but usually people that have depression are not always depressed, right? Ultimately, you have your good times, but your bad times are worse. I, I feel like we we've we've touched bases on this before, but I don't under I can't melt mental health is real. Yes, I just don't understand it. Be, like Robert says, I've had fucking bad years, dude. Yeah, I've had shitty years, and I think too, like Andrew Tate says, like I can't use that as a crutch. I gotta move forward. Yeah. And this this is kind of where I was going with I don't think like everybody thinks what he says is complete bullshit because he's an asshole. And I don't think everything he says is wrong. I'm not saying I like the guy or I think he's the best guy. I, I think it's interesting because he starts a lot of really interesting debates. And I love when people get super upset and their feelings get hurt when someone brings up a topic because they they can't argue well when they're mm-hmm. in that moment. And that's where I think he trips up a lot of people. He says it more bluntly than politically correct, and it messes with people's heads. Well, and, and I, to go on maybe a, a softer side, Crowder is the same way. Yes, you're correct. You're not wrong. Isn't he black, though? No, he isn't. Oh, never mind. There was another guy that I came across that was a black guy, and they were saying he said some controversial stuff. Well, no, no. But, I, I was just meaning like uh, Crowder likes to argue, and then when he brings up stuff that uh, the person doesn't like, the most recent video was him going up to a, a lady that was holding a sign that said, uh, uh, my body, my choice or something like that changed my mind or something uh, along those lines. Yeah. And, and he was like, okay, can I change your mind? And she goes, I don't want to talk to you. (laughs) He's like, but you want to, you, you are inviting a conversation, um, which I, I think Tate definitely does. I mean, he does it a little bit differently. Obviously he, he just says whatever it is that he's thinking or whatever his opinions are. And it, it can come off abrasive and it can come off as like, um, you know, just, just, uh, like, oh, you're attacking me when he's just like, well, no, you want, 
if you want to know my opinion, I'm giving you my opinion and uh, this is it. But yeah. yeah, that that reminds me of a TikTok video I saw. And I'm not sure if it was Crowder or not, someone else. But he's in the street. Talk, a guy's in the street talking about like they're they're like women are not men that transitioned. Right. And this lady, this lady. I don't know. I think <laughs> they identified as a female. Oh, you're talking. I don't about- believe they were. And she, that person went over and was like, well, how can you say what a woman is when you aren't a woman? He's like, okay, like, what, can you explain what a woman is? And they're like, yeah, uh, no, 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 I can't do it because I'm not a, I don't, it was something weird like that. So he goes, but can, so do you know what a cat is? They go, yeah. He goes, can you tell me what a cat is? And the person looks at him and goes, this was a mistake. Yeah. to walk away and just walks away so because it's true no it, it's absolutely true <laughs> yeah and uh it sorry, is absolutely I, true and and uh let me jump in before you uh before you do victor just so that uh our listeners can understand where that one's coming from that one's coming from actually uh it's a clip from a documentary that is um called what is a woman and uh yeah that so, sorry go ahead no and i mean there we i think we've talked about transgenderness as well before on on the podcast and you know i i've watched this show called i think it was called dancing queen right where it's this gay man who runs a dance studio and at night he does drag and it's it's kind of like he's he doesn't identify as a female he loves doing the feminine show. And he says that, you know, the drag has given him an outlet to be who he can't be as a man, but he, he never denies the fact that he's a man. Well, I think that's the difference too. Right. Uh, in terms of generations, um, because he, he, he'll put on heels he'll put on, he'll put on, he'll look like a woman in drag, but he never, he never says that he's not a man. Like, you know, and I, I think that's the, that's the kind of the gray line here that I'm not going to cross, but that is the gray line. Like, yeah, who says that? And you know, I've watched Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, mm-hmm. and there's yeah. there's a dude who will walk around looking like a dude in heels, and it's he doesn't deny the fact that he's a man. He does these feminine things. It doesn't bother me. No, it mm-hmm. doesn't. No, it's confusing when I know you're a man and you say you aren't. And I think that's the gray line. I'm not going to cross that today, but yeah, no, I get it. And like, I don't know. There's these gay people who are, you know, doesn't they get they'll wear whatever the hell they want, but they they don't deny their cisgender. Well, the fuck cis. Uh, yeah, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode. So um, cis is your your born assigned gender. Oh. So why can't it just be your sign? If you see a woman, it have to be cisgender. She might be like, "I'm cis male," which means she was born a male. Here's the other thing that pisses me off about this whole thing, where I, I'm sorry, I would, I don't think maybe in a different life I could. I don't think I could fall in love with a male who transgendered to female. I would struggle with that. But they have, saying, they have a problem with that, though. Yeah, yes, no, they get so mad at it. They're like, well, that's that's sexist. This is my favorite TED quote. 
There's no chicks with dicks, only dudes with tits. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, and that and that kind of goes along where I was. Uh, Robert saying she'll never be a chick with a dick. She's always going to be a dude with tits in my eyes. Which is the truth. Yeah. Well, and, and I guess that's where Sorry, I, I, the truth. I'm going to offend somebody. <laughs> uh, we're going to offend someone. But I think a lot of people like we aren't saying that it's wrong. Right. We're saying that we don't understand it. and We can't agree with it. What we don't agree with is being told that we have to act a certain way when we cannot truly understand it. Like it doesn't make sense to us. So it's no different than me talking shit about uh, flat earthers. Right? <laughs> it's just a touchier subject. Okay, let's just. Um, it's less personal, I guess. I don't fucking know. I'm going to be. I'm going to push the boundary. I think I already did that. So feel free. You walk down. You're walking down the street, right? Okay. And you're six foot. See this hot chick. You ask her out, and she says, "Hey, I need to." Just openly tell you I'm a man. I have a wiener. Yeah, I might hang out with them and chat or them. Mm-hmm. Buy them a drink and be like, all right, peace out. Uh, no, they'll buy their own drink, but I'll talk to them. I'm not going to be like, oh, fuck you. I'm out of here. Would you be comfortable openly saying that they are attractive, assuming they don't have a penis? I got, I've got. I've been caught a few times in public where you're like, oh, that person's hot. And then you see them up close and you're like, fuck, I think that's a dude. And some of these drag queens are kind of hot. Yeah, they look like there's, women. There's yeah, some that are like very women. unattractive. And you can tell they're a freaking man. But some of these men look just like women when they dress up. It's kind of terrifying. And I think now you're pushing the envelope of the other side where we're, we're all kind of just the same. Just different genitalia. Here's the thing for me, though. Generally, when a male looks for a partner, right, a... A heterosexual male looks for a partner. They are looking for a partner to create a family with. I don't disagree with that. So I cannot start a family. Now, okay, you can adopt. And there are going to be sometimes you you start a family with a, a born female who stayed a female throughout their life. And they can't have a kid. And that's a very unfortunate circumstance. But born with a generally a female born as a female is able to have a child. So you're looking for someone that you can have a child with. I cannot have a child with a, a my own offspring with a person that was a male and became a female. So I, I, I want to support your argument a little bit where, you know, my, my wife and I have, have a homosexual friend. Yes. And he very much has trouble in the dating world. And I think it stands from that these homosexual men aren't looking for that family unit. And he is. And but it, I think it creates a different dating and relationship dynamic. If I'm not mistaken, homosexual relationships are a lot more like hit it and quit it. And that's that he will agree to that and he will as a gay male, he will say, I totally agree with that statement, that that is the majority consensus in their dating community. Okay. I And from my understanding of it, that's what I have heard. I am not a homosexual male, and I have not attempted to go that route. But from my understanding, you have like grinder, which is basically just a, uh, you know, a Tinder. sex. 
partner. I think it's worse than Tinder. I mean, yeah, you'll get some of that, but there is some dating aspect to it. I don't feel like Grinder is. I think Grinder will show your location too. It yeah. Does. So you're, like, if you're in the same like vicinity, that you can find these people. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring up a few quotes that were kind of like fucked up, but slightly funny. Um, it, it, Andrew Tate said, "18 to 19 year old, 19 year old women are more attractive than 25 year olds because they've been through less dick." <laughs> I mean, it, it it may or may not be true. I, they, it, I, it, I think that in the sense of your age, right? Mm-hmm. If I was twenty five, I'd agree with that statement. At our age, you don't and, want an eighteen year old. No, yeah, no, I agree. And in just in my head, I don't think I'd date anyone be below twenty five. Okay. I think from that 21 to 24-year-old phase, women have a batshit crazy party. They yes. need to get that out of the system, yeah. and that's that time frame they're doing it in. I'm I'm with you there. But he's just saying they're more attractive. Uh, if, okay, from a so physical standpoint. In, is that a, like... I get it, dude. Like, uh, a... Uh, there's there's different sides of 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 looking at it, right? Is it from I want a woman who have a ton of dudes haven't been in because that's gross to me, or a nineteen year old might be clingy and sexually crazy? True. Like the they've had less dick, and so then it's less gross. And eh, what I don't that that doesn't phase me as a I get that. I get but that. the fact that like clingy bitches might, oh, might dang, you went that route okay go hard in the sack <laughs> i i'm don't might not disagree with that true. What, true what's another one rob you can't be responsible for something that doesn't listen to you can't be responsible <laughs> for a dog if it doesn't obey you or a child if it doesn't obey you or a woman that doesn't obey you <laughs> i had to feel <laughs> that was the last one on the uh women's side um which is kind of so so there's this big thing like you know you have the big feminist movement completely fine with women getting equal rights and equal pay and I'm all good for it. Now, I what I'm not all good for is someone that's less qualified making the same amount because they're of a different race, sex, whatever. Gender? Well, you said race and then you said oh, well, I guess sex. I don't know if gender and sex, and sex and gender, are the same anymore. Same they're not the same anymore. I don't think same they are, though, Victor. Thing. But yes, for us, they are. In my head, they're the same. So it's interesting, right? Because you get these women that want to be cared for and taken care of monetarily by a man. Right? I'm not saying all women want to do that. And I would never, I would never, maybe I'd fall for someone who's like that or find someone like that attractive physically before they spoke. But as soon as, as, soon as someone tells me, they want me to take care of everything for them. I'm not down. So I I hate reaching saying I, I saw this on TikTok, but I, I saw this woman on TikTok who originally came out as bisexual. Okay. And she says, I'm dating women and dating women sucks <laughs> because of that exact statement that you said. The expectation to be that they... 
They want. Okay, I, I'm going. So, my wife is very joking and very blunt about things. So she she went to the bar and she invited her friend. Both they're both single moms or stay home moms. That's single stay home moms. And her friend goes, "Oh, I spent a lot of money this month. I don't think my husband's gonna let me, you know, because he's a breadwinner." Okay. And Letty goes, eh, just ask for money and give them a blowjob. <laughs> Which is it's kind of that statement we're saying, right? Absolutely. Like, we're the breadwinner. You know, she's the provider. Yes. You know, which is kind of that subject. And it's funny because he got super drunk the other day. He comes up to me and goes, I totally get it, dude. He the, goes, like, I foot the bill, then I get asked for money, and then I get asked for more money. I don't expect a blowjob, but... It helps. I expect a blowjob, right? <laughs> what well, I mean, that- and like my wife was just joking. You know, she it wasn't like a real statement, but like mm-hmm. he was drunk, and like you see, he opened up to me, and he's just like, "There, we're not saying that women need to be oppressed, but I think that there's this kind of notion that that is oppressing oppressing them." Yes, and I think if we can balance these things in kind of a natural harmony. Where it's not like the man demanding it, but we have come to an equal consensus about it. Why not? Well, I think in in your relationship, right? Say you aren't making the money you were making, or you weren't making the money you were making when you had your first kid. Letty wasn't going to expect you to be the breadwinner. I mean, you were in a situation you could be. And it, I mean, with with as many children as you have, it's it's good that you can <laughs> afford to pay and, for everything because and, your child care is going to be fucking ludicrous. But I'm not going to lie, dude. If I wasn't the breadwinner, I'd probably come home and wash the dishes, dude. No, for sure. And I think I think that's the that's the thing that guys complain about. Being like bread couples that don't last when you have someone staying at home is because one the person that stay either you have a way too controlling breadwinner or you have a person that's not a breadwinner that uh just doesn't put in their fair share. So like if my wife worked a 12 hour shift and she made twice as much money as me and I'm out, I get off of work and there's four hours between I get off and she gets off. You're going to do the dishes. You're going to pick yeah. up the house. You're going to vacuum. You'll cook or whatever. You'll dinner will be ready for yeah. her on the way to get home. Yeah. And I, in the reverse scenario, I expect the same thing. I agree. And I think that's, but that's a sexist thing to say. Absolutely. But, but, but when you think of it, apples to apples, it's, it's the you're working an eight hour day. Is she working an eight hour day? Kind of. In your case, yes. But in some cases, no, they don't. And I, I don't know. I'm not saying, again, uh, to your point, I'm not saying that like we're trying to press them, but like, we would do the same if we were in, or we would do the more expectation. Yeah. We would meet the expectation if we were a stay at home parent. Absolutely. And I, and I, I used to work for this woman and she's very much like, I need to support the feminist movement, but I just want to be a fucking stay home mom. And I think there's this kind of like, then you get this kind of you get the extremist right. I need to be a working woman. I need to like be anti-feminism. And then you got the other end of the spectrum who are like, I just want to let let a man take care of me. 
I'll suck them off once in a while. Let's call it fair. De- and there, there, there's a young woman dating old man, and you're probably thinking, yeah, she's <laughs> she's living that agenda, right? Yeah. And then there's the the in betweeners though, who are like, I don't want responsibility, but I want the power, and that's that's where it gets, yes, shitty. Yeah. I mean it, and it, it you you have that the same argument goes for like first dates or dates like the early dates when there's some women that expect the man to pay for everything right and then it and then you get those people that Devo you look tired bro you better not fall asleep I'm not do not tilt your head at a 45 degree angle you're going to pass the fuck out I, I wasn't sure if uh yeah no <laughs> I'm good <laughs> um but I, and and there's there are a lot of people you get some people that are like well of course the man has to pay and I would I I do because I asked right and I feel like like if I invite you over to the, my house I'm not gonna be like hey Victor bring the whiskey that we're gonna drink unless I'm like hey I don't have any whiskey can you bring something but I would never expect you to bring something but invite you over right like I would feed you I would you know that kind of stuff <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna support the feminist side on there. There are douchebag men out there. Absolutely. Absolutely they are. Don't provide. Expect the woman to do more than her share. You know, there there are those douchebag men out there and I those women have every right to shit on those men for how they're treating them. Absolutely. Now, here's my thing. I don't expect the woman to pay, but a big like plus sign for a, a woman that I would date is when the bill comes, they go reaching for their purse. I'm never going to let them pay, but they at least show that they are willing. Wasn't this on How I Met Your Mother? Maybe. The check dance? Probably. You don't expect them to pay, but you want them... Or was it Seinfeld? Uh, I'm I don't pretty know. pretty sure it One was How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. And they're just like, I don't want them to pay, but I want them to do the dance. Like, you know, And I'm I not, agree with that. Like, it, it feels better. It does, and I, I think it shows. And again, I'm not expecting like a female to put out, or I wasn't expecting it at my dating age, but like it just makes you feel better, and it creates a less hostile relationship in general when both people are contributing, as opposed to like one person's the only contributor. So I, I took a girl out once, and we had dinner, and she didn't do the check dance, and we saw a movie. I wish she didn't do the check dance. I never saw her again. That's that's how I feel. Like those are the women that are like kind of causing this whole debate. Right? Those women. The women, like, I don't think any guy would be like, oh, she's not willing to pay her share. I'm not uh, like if she's willing to pay her share, I'm completely cool with it, but I'll cover the check. R- real quick, uh Victor because I think you'll know the actor's name um, more possibly more than Rob. Uh, the guy that has now become Captain America, he was on Chris, the Wendy show. Chris Evans? No, no, no. The the new Captain America. The black guy? Yeah. So he was uh, on the Wendy show, and they were talking about this type of situation where um, he, oh, he... I know the quote... It, yep, I know who you're the, talking about. You make exactly. daddy a sandwich uh, situation. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And, and Wendy was just like, oh, oh, oh hell fuck. no. Things like, nope. Everybody in the crowd's like basically booing the dude. Yeah, Sorry. but at, at the same time, like, uh, Wendy couldn't 
really uh like combat it he he was like okay you want me to open your door that's fine i'll do that you want me to pay for uh the bill i'll do that um and then uh, no i think he went about it like do you expect the guy to hold the door open oh yeah she's like yeah and she's like he says do you expect her to pay the bill she goes well yeah and and then he goes you expect all this out of the man so make him a goddamn sandwich yeah, that's all he's asking for. Like, yeah. it, it's very simple. Like, have you ever had like a, a Sunday football day? Like, I would never ask some. Oh, I'm very like, I don't like to ask people for stuff because I don't want them. Like, I don't want to make someone feel like they have to do something for me. Mm-hmm. And I or like have that feeling of like owing someone something, which is it's kind of a toxic trait, but it is kind of how I do things. And like. You're you're you have the guys over. You good, Vic? He's getting old tub, bro. Uh, oh, bad. Um, <laughs> so you you have the guys are over watching football. Like, if if like, what's the big deal? Like bringing the guys some beers. Yeah, and and I think that's the other side of things where I, I and I was bring I was trying to bring it up uh, before where uh we were talking or i was wanting to say that you know it's generational for um the like drag queen and stuff like that where like they they know that they're a man but they like to dress up like a woman yeah um that like back in the day like uh vegas had a bunch of shows that was drag queen uh i know that there's a few islander um uh uh like cultures that that like that's a thing um but nowadays like it, it's completely different um shoot i i went off topic on on that side of it but it, it it's it, it's unfortunate and i i i guess i'm kind of looking at it being a new dad like changing how things are perceived and uh what's expected what's um you know like okay um in how my son's gonna end up acting and everything uh, yeah he's so, gonna be growing up in a very tough era absolutely and, and now it'll probably be easier for him because he'll grow up in it as opposed to like we grew up in a different era that's changed right so it'll probably be easier for him, but it isn't going to be like an optimal era. And it's a lot harder to raise kids at this time than it is was in the past. I, I Yeah. And, and it's, it's one of those things where like, uh, you know, Victor's kids being even like ahead a of uh, Noah, like he, he has those same values and everything, but it, it it's the, the values are going to, possibly change yeah who knows where this uh world's gonna go but i just i think the biggest thing is people look at equality in equality of like everyone has the same every industry has the same number of men and women every all things are the same for men and women across the board right but when you have, you know, engineering's 90% male, probably 95% male. 
you have nursing's probably 95% female. Maybe that's changed a little bit. Engineering probably has too. But like you you have equal opportunity. It's just who chooses to do those things is different. Right. So in all honesty, you have a you you uh, Victor if you're with your uh oldest, one of the best degrees for her to get is engineering. Because it is, so, you know what I mean? Like, it's so open for females. Like, they want females in the industry. It's a great place and a lot easier to find a job for a female than a male in that industry. But I think that's that's kind of my my point is it's they don't want equal opportunity. They want equal outcome. But the there is equal opportunity. It's just you'll never get equal outcome when not everything's equal. They want equal positives, but they don't want the equal <clears throat> negatives. Exactly. They don't want the burdens. They don't want but, the responsibility. Well, who knew Andrew Tate could be such a fun topic? <laughs> and <laughs> you know, like, the, holes. the more we read through some of those quotes, like, yeah, some of them are a little fucked up, but they weren't, like, they weren't that bad. I don't necessarily agree with the guy, and I'm not saying, oh, he's not a fucked up guy, because I think he is a fucked up guy. But I think he's getting kind of the short end of the stick because I guarantee most of like most people our age with grandfathers that are still alive feel the same way as that guy. So they probably mm-hmm. say the same shit, but they're cute. If you want to so if, they if you want to join Andrew Tate's pyramid scheme, Robert has his code for you. No, Victor does because you actually looked it up. I know no, he, he I would, canceled that, by the way. He oh, canceled he did? it after one hundred and twenty seven thousand subscribers subscribers. Holy shit. At like what? Like 200 bucks a head? Something like that, dude. Like So you made 20 35 million dollars off of that? Mm-hmm. It's it's hard because I don't think that people know the difference between a Ponzi scheme and a pyramid scheme. Yeah, everybody thinks a pyramid scheme is a Ponzi scheme, but it's not necessarily. Correct. Uh, it's just, just just look at uh Michael Scott from the office. Well, I think <laughs> it, when you look at it in terms of like a business, a pyramid scheme, is not a bad idea. Well, that's all your uh, Monet's and Mary Monet's? Kay's. M- Monet, the art, like the, the no the Monet, painting? like a it's like uh it's like an AliExpress, right? Oh, okay, but yeah, like Mary Kay. Mary that's a, a that's a pyramid scheme. scheme. You're it's so pyramid schemes are legal. You just have to limit your layers. Isn't like Ameritrade something like that too, or like one of those Primerica? Primerica. Primerica. Thank yeah. you. Um, uh, I, I stepped into the office to do an interview for that, uh, one year and w- I ended up walking out cause, uh, and I, I had already paid the 75 bucks or whatever to get into it. Oh. That's what was sad. Oh, that sucks. Oh, at, you at know, the Devo, time, at, at the I, time I was not like money wise, not good. So. <laughs> I'm still not good with my money, but I make it work. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I was meaning a- like, I. I mm-hmm. did not have the seventy five dollars. Oh shit! Able. I got you. <laughs> uh, no, same thing. So I was at a um, a career fair, and the guy behind me, super cool guy, starts talking to me, and then he was like, "Dude, I got this." He goes, "Look, I'm here looking for recruits. I didn't get a. I just missed my opportunity to get a booth at the career fair. Fucking sneaky fuck." Yeah, dude. He got. He was behind me in line. Talked to me. Said, "Hey, did you come to my office?" It was Prime America. I didn't know what Prime America was. He like walks me through everything, and I'm like, I'm not giving you a fucking penny, dude. Yeah, 
you know, you know, there have, but yeah, I, 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 I got, I got schemed into it. There was, there was a guy that worked at Dick's Sporting Goods. And oh, oh, you actually the golf said department. the name? <laughs> yeah, I think we have in the past. It's fine. You, they'd have to like go back in time to figure it out. I'm not saying anything about Dick's Sporting Goods, but it was there. And I think we deleted the only like bad episode where we kind of talked mm-hmm, negatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the he the I don't know if you remember him. What he was is. kind of the yeah. He was like a shorter, uh, shorter guy. I think he was half black. He worked in golf, or maybe he was like South American background. Uh-huh. I don't know. He wasn't. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, you should check this out. We have meetings every once in a while." And I'm like, "Oh, interesting." And I'm he, like, "You know who I'm talking about?" Yeah, he's the one that sure snuck you in. To, no, no, no. Uh, oh. I'm pretty sure he he tried to uh, get me into. No, mine mine was uh, on. I think it was Indeed. Um, oh, okay. And I had already, or I had left Dicks for the first, no, yeah, the first time. Interesting. I mean, it's 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 a brilliant it's a brilliant way to make money off of people, market your business then, without yeah. actually having to market, because no one, like you said, no one knows who the fuck it is. But one person, each person brings two people. Well, ten people down the line. Now you have like, I think it's a hundred people it's or no, it'd be two times, two times <laughs> two to the 10th power, which fuck if I know what that is, but it's like, look at that. You don't even have to, you just have to have everybody bring two people and you have a huge pyramid. I was, I was at a party once and there's this hot blonde chick, dude. Okay. She's sitting there, you know, strikes up conversation, starts talking about life insurance or something. Fuck this, dude. Yeah. Fuck this. Yeah. That's the yeah. No, I know. I get that. But I think we've uh we've gone through our fair share of discussions about all this fun stuff. If you guys have any feelings about what we're saying and you disagree or agree or you just want to talk shit about us, let us know. Uh we'd love to hear you. If you enjoy us, make sure to uh Leave a review on Apple or Spotify if you use either of those. Or if you use another site that has the ability to review, it helps us out. Um, And then also reach out to us. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, If you don't follow us on Instagram and TikTok, make sure to do that. It's Whiskey Biz Podcast. Yeah, feel free to text me, guys. I enjoy it. Yeah. So with all that being said, Devo, thank you for listening and keep it neat, friends. Oh no! And always, as always, keep it neat, friends. Are you that uh, tired? Chat. No, I, I I was thinking of saying something else within it, but I I decided to just go keep it neat. Okay. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs>